Hey, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How some of them I feel like I have to tell the listeners that we are sitting here in our brand new podcast podcast official tees. Hey! You guys, these t-shirts are so, so, so fly. I wish you could see them right now. It's such a shame. We'll put a photo up on our social media accounts. So check out our Facebook um, podcast podcast is the page name, right? And check out our Twitter. Love your podcast. Taking orders now. You're going to want one or three. You guys, you are. They're really cute and they're really soft. You're going to want to want one for like for when you have like a fat day, like different sizes. Yeah. You know? And you're going to want one for different holidays so you can put holiday pins on right. them. And like you're going to want to put one to wear and then one just to like like wrap around your neck like yeah. djj we're right now is just like too cool to actually wear it it's just He's like wrap it's like a scarf and then you're gonna you could wear it as 12. a scarf you could wear it as there's a, scarf. a lot you can do with these t-shirts you're gonna want to order 12 so you can make a t-shirt quilt oh my god they should just we should order we should make like packs like <gasps> yeah, massive that's packs idea. that's a great idea you guys point being these shirts are great and we're wearing them and we're so legit right now because we have so many really fun podcast podcast updates. I know. I know. It's been a week. It's been a week. First of all, real quick in our show notes, yep. I would like to say last week, I think we were talking about how, um, how different it is when you ask people like on the stand to tell the truth. That's right. We were when they're about to talk and how different that is after you, when you do something and then later on you sign and say you like, were being truthful, like promising I will tell the truth or saying I have just told the truth. Right. How that's and different. how it's more effective to be like, I am about to tell the truth. So I decided, I think we need to put this part at the beginning of the episode Whatever you're doing right now, rate us on iTunes. This is at the beginning of the episode because I know that you're still fresh. I know you're still there. Go on iTunes right now. Search for podcast, podcast, one word, and rate us on iTunes. Yep. Thank you. That is all. And just to give you an example of um, a great um, review, we got a five-star review from RVA Listens. Headline, can't stop listening. The body copy. Can't stop listening. That sounds like it might be problematic. Oh, maybe it's an issue. But what they say is, quote, my go-to source for new podcasts. Lauren and Eric are great hosts. Thanks. It's like hanging out with some old friends. They're interesting, witty, and relatable. We could be reading your review right now. If you weren't just like not reviewing we'll us. We'll say whatever the hell you type. Yep. Even if it's mean. Once again, call the Big Listen 202-885-POD1 or, or email biglisten at wamu.org and tell them you love us. Great. That's the support section of the show nuts. And now the big podcast podcast news section. Well, you might be a fan of throwing shade, and you probably are, because who isn't? Um, and we were actually ha- were featured, kind of. I mean, we had to pay them to be featured, but it still counts, right? They've, they talked about Podcast Podcast. Um, I don't know if you caught it. It was on Throwing Shade 284, Dog Songs, FGM, Trump, and LGBTQ Issues. And I am going to play our first ad. I'm so excited. Hit it. We got a jumbo. We got a real nice jumbo. Podcast Podcast is the podcast obsessed with other podcasts. So if all you want to do is talk about throwing shade, unqualified with Anna Ferris, you made it weird with Pete Holmes, it's perfect for you. New York City-based BFFs from Ohio. Honey, I love in Ohio. Eric and Lauren play cliffs, host podcast challenges and musical segments, and laugh their butts off together and sometimes cry. And they want you to join them. Find them on Twitter at Love Your Podcast and tweet them your favorite podcast. They'd love to feature your recommendations. All you have to do is search for podcast, podcast, one word on iTunes or Stitcher and find the show on Twitter at Love Your Podcast. Listen, hey. I love when people talk about me, so hopefully they'll cover throwing shade. I can't believe that Aaron and Brian said our names. (laughs) Oh, we've covered throwing shade, Brian Saffy. Don't you worry. Go take a listen. Oh my gosh, Lauren. I was an exciting moment. Downright giddy that we are on throwing shade. So now I know I ask a lot of you guys, but please go onto the throwing shade TS two eighty four and tell them that they you love the Jumbotron on that episode. That it was the best thing that they've ever done. Yep. Because they did a nice job. They did a really nice job. They 
They knocked it out of the park. They sold it, baby. Yeah. They sold it. Um, okay, so that's one super exciting podcast podcast thing. Oh, my gosh. The second one is these t-shirts that we're wearing. And what's the other really fun podcast shout out that has happened? Well, you know how I love Lady to Lady. I talk about them all the time. I'm kind of like, they should be nervous because I'm so obsessed <laughs> with them. And I kind of I know I'm stalk nervous. them on social media. And yeah. I like love them. And we talk it's about them all the time. We, I mean... I will listen to anything Brandy's on. Like, I, I, I love her. She's great. And um, I sent them a little, like, they were talking about how they, why doesn't anyone send just mail? Like, and they called yeah. it fun mail. They were yeah. like, we want fun mail. So I sent them some fun mail. And it was like a box with some books from Little Brown, like the David Sedaris book and some other books that I thought that they would like. Yeah. And then I sent them, like, some stickers, some Band-Aids, some um, and like tat- temporary tattoos and pins. Not and just like straight up flat sheet stickers. Like you sent good stickers. Yeah. They were quality. And um, some peeps because I know that they like peeps. And anyways, it was just this fun box for them to open. And it's funny because I sent it to Brandy and I got a, a Twitter message from her one night. It was a Friday night. I was mm-hmm. in my apartment with Justin. And it was like, I got your box. I'm going to... Su- prize the girls with it on air is that okay and my reaction was i grabbed my crotch and started screaming and running <laughs> around the apartment i know it was what my body wanted to do okay. like i was like going with like what my natural <laughs> i was so excited and um uh, so the episode is um episode 222 ask for john and if you want to listen to like the whole, they spend like 50 minutes opening the box and talking about everything that's in the box. They, it was like the entire episode yeah. was so dedicated to this box. Start listening at 24 minutes-ish, like 24 minutes, 21 seconds-ish, if you want to hear the whole unboxing. But I'm going to play you a really quick clip. Um, oh, yeah. And there's it's cotton candy peeps. There's red clocks, which Wait, is I a I hope you guys novel? are ready for a floor piercing. Yeah. yeah. What you got? Let's see. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> You're really yeah. gonna like finger it. It's to... <laughs> <laughs> yes, a pretty good one. I'm pretty into this flarp. Oh, it's not. Oh, hey, that was a good one. <laughs> there's, there's the flarp. All right, one more. Oh fuck. That was a really good one. So unexpected. <laughs> So one of the things I sent them was flarp, which is like imitation gack. But I think that was maybe their favorite thing. And it made me so happy to hear them laughing. And um, go ahead and listen. If you want to hear every single thing I sent them, they go through it all. You made them so happy. Lauren. They made me so happy. That's what happens when you send fun mail. Everyone gets happy. It's it's good news all around. And Lauren, you are really good with like fun mail in general, like even in life, not in podcasting. Can that be my new nickname? Fun mail. Yeah. Fun fun mail Lauren. That's adorable. I was trying to make it when you it say work. it like that, is it adorable? Yeah, it is. Um, but you always send fun postcards on the holidays. You send me. You oh, stop! You, you send, send me postcards. postcards. Oh, stop! Only You're fun. Maybe favorite. we should call you fun mail. <laughs> we can both be fun mail. I'll be fun mail. You be fun female. <gasps> yes, yes, <laughs> I love it. Changing my Skype name now. You guys, what a big week for us! I by can't. The way. I'm exhausted. I'm so happy with all the good things. Yeah, Th- things are looking up for podcasts. Oh my podcast. god, <laughs> everything's coming up roses. Wow, a musical theater reference was made, and it wasn't by me. It's the only one I know. That's. Do you know what show it's from? Uh, Gypsy. Yeah, you did. I saw it with Patty. What's her face? Lapone. When I saw Gypsy. In pa- with Patty Lapone in it. Yeah. At the beginning, they were like, "We have an announcement. Miss Lapone is sick, and she will not be here." And everyone was like, "Fuck!" And then they're like, "Just kidding." That's not very <laughs> funny. Well, everyone I'd... was like, "I'm leaving," because everyone was there yeah. to see Patty Lapone. Yeah, of course, because Gypsy had been revived a nine other times in the past ten years. But it was a joke. It was a very funny joke. I don't know if that's funny. I would have. Known. I didn't really know who Patty Lapone was, so I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> you like Patty Lapone? It was like whoever, whoever. I don't care. Is Gypsy here? Like just as long as Gypsy's here. <laughs> I mean, she's a real person. Yeah, Is she did. She's the star of the show. I have no idea. I'm guessing yes. Um, let's let's do a a quickie G search. She sadly died in 1970. Aww. Gypsy Rosalie, which is not the character that patty lapone played I, d- I don't even remember okay 
All, yeah, you, that's why you're here. <laughs> Listen, I'm really proud of you for A, knowing that song, B, knowing what it was from, C, knowing the star's first name. It was a good reference drop. That was a really good job. I like to congratulate myself for things. You really should. Um, speaking of congratulating ourselves for things, do we have any corrections from the last episode? No, congratulations. Congratulations, Lauren. Moving on. <laughs> um, okay, so we skipped podcast challenge last week, but secretly i gave lauren a podcast challenge for this week and it's no surprise to lauren but it'll be a surprise to you guys um the podcast that i gave her was easy residual income which i have to tell you (laughs) i was looking up um i found it on itunes and then i was because it's like a pretty it's pretty up there it's pretty high-ranked podcast and like i i honestly want to know like could i be making easy residual income what does easy residual income mean? Like, can you make us rich by listening to this podcast? So I was Googling it to find the link, and there were quite a few podcasts with, like, this same theme. So, Lauren, after listening to Easy Residual Income, the podcast, what did you think? Well, I would like to say we would like to, you know, make a statement about the podcast challenge. It's yeah. not to, like, speak poorly of other podcasts. Absolutely It's not. to learn something or take something away. So Eric was literally like, how can I make easy residual income? Like, like that was the point of listening exactly. to this. I feel like there is something here that we're not tapping yeah. He's into. He's like, I'm too busy no, to like lazy. take notes. Yeah. Lazy. Like listen and take notes. So, um, it was a tough one for me to get there just because I'm not super interested in making easy residual income. Why? I, it, it, it sounds easy to it, me. It sounds easy. <laughs> um, basically, every episode is uh, them talking about how to sell things on Amazon, which oh. they don't really get into specifics about what they're selling on Amazon. It, 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 according to them, it doesn't really matter what you're trying to sell. It's just about about placement. And um, it almost seemed like they like noticed that there was like a Google trend of like the the phrase easy residual income like th- that's a common search phrase mm-hmm. and they were like we should have a podcast on that and like yeah. if someone was like what's the content it was like doesn't matter just like talk about it you know so not super fun or if you know if if you're in the mood to like really cut loose or yeah. like have a few har har's <laughs> this might not be yeah. the one to go to but like if you want to sell things on Amazon. Yep. Definitely, definitely hit up Easy Residual Income. Or maybe it, if you already are selling things on Amazon and you, you want to figure out how to like better place it or whatever. Right. Or if like okay. you're doing residual income the hard way and you're like, something <laughs> doesn't feel right about this. This should be easy. It can be easy if you listen to Easy Residual Income. Now, d- you know, no shade on the podcast, but does this, is, this scam, is this like a scam or is it actually like... No, if you're if you're selling products, there's a good way to be on Amazon and like make some residuals. Um, I mean, I think if you follow, listen to everything and followed all their advice, you could sell things on Amazon. Yeah. I will say that. Amazing. I will say that. Amazing. I will say that. <laughs> it is not a scam where they're tricking you into like. I I don't think I don't sense any trickery. Okay. It's if this is your thing, which. I don't know. I'm just going to throw this out there. If you're listening to this podcast, it might not be your thing. Yeah, that's that. I don't know. Hey, hey, you guys listen to it. Let me know what you think. Maybe I'm Rongo Dongo. It's the type of thing where I want it to be more easily digested. Like I would never pick up a book on easy residual income, but I want in my heart of hearts it to be more digestible because it's audio, but it turns out it's the same subject matter. If you're not grasping it or excited about it in a book form, I mean, you may not love it in podcast Maybe form. we should offer DJ J. Wu's services because if there were just some fart noises, it would be like totally way more fun. That's so true. And unfortunately right now, I wish he could be playing fart noises but um it's not working today if if they had dj Wu, the show could be called easy and fun residual <laughs> income residual fart come oh my god um, get call us people dj Wu, i do want to remind you you have a microphone you could be making some old oh your mic isn't oh it's not plugged in you could be making sound effects into my microphone Thank you. Thanks, I DJ love you. <laughs> um, now I'm in a, I'm in a challenge Eric to the podcast, okay. and he doesn't know what it is yet. I'm this excited. is gonna be a surprise, uh-huh. and this is gonna be a fun one because this is a huge podcast uh-huh. that everyone loves. Yeah, have I, have I not listened to it? I don't think so. I'm not sure. Interesting. 
I haven't listened to it. I've just always kind of thought, I'm not into fiction <gasps> podcasts, and oh, you I'm are. Excited. I think this is going to be a big treat if you haven't listened to it yet. I haven't. They're huge. I think I know what it they is. have a book. Okay. They tour. Oh, I, I have heard other podcasts talking about this podcast, and they say that they don't even listen to the podcast, but they go to the live events, and it's like Interesting. really, really, really fun. Welcome to Night Vale. Welcome That's to Night Vale is That's a twice monthly podcast in the style of community updates for the small desert town of Night Vale, featuring oh, local so weather news announcements from the sheriff's secret police, mysterious lights in the night sky, dark hooded figures with unknowable powers and cultural events. Turn on your radio and hide. Mm. Now, this sounds really, really good. It doesn't sound like something that I would normally listen to, but yeah. I really want you, you know me, you know yeah. what I like. Yeah. Find me something. A good episode Something to start you with. Might love. Mm-hmm. This makes me so excited. I've seen Welcome to Night Vale um, plenty of times on iTunes and just haven't, I haven't dove oh, into good. it for some reason. Now I loved, um, what was that other fiction podcast that I got really into? Um, I forget it, but. Hardly stuck with you. <laughs> apparently not. But I, I really enjoyed that one. So I can't wait to jump into Welcome to Night Vale. I think this is going to be really fun. Thanks. This will be a fun Thanks, one. Laura. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Um. And how nice of you after I gave you like a little bit of more of a dry it was, one. Yeah, a yeah. little dry. A yeah. little, just a tad. I mean, the subject matter, not necessarily. Oh, no, no, no. Of course. Um. Well, I'm so excited for that challenge. Should we jump to our sponsor? Yes. Uh, this week, um, Podcast Podcast comes to you from Books. Eric, question. What do you like to read? Fresh books. What else? Chrissy Teigen tweets. What else? Books. Oh, books. (laughs) How trashy. (laughs) I used to be just like you and read books. But then I stepped up my game and started reading books. Books. The classier kind of books. Pulitzer Prize winners, the Booker Prize, the Newbery Award, police. Books are books about much classier things like slow dancing, stars, steakhouses, roses, limousines, and suits. Are there books about other things? No, but I'm fine with that because I'm classy. Go to books.com to see the full list of available classy books and download your first one for free with discount code podcast podcast it will come to your house in a refrigerated box but since it's online only it will come on a kindle in a refrigerated box there's even free weekday delivery and it says here that books help farmers grow their businesses which makes no sense to me because farmers are not classy at all and it also says something about going farm to table which kind of makes sense because tables are classy if there's champagne on them visit books.com now and you can receive your delivery in just two hours and that is crazy because do you know how long it takes to refrigerate an ebook i mean an ebook books (laughs) way classier than your shitty books thanks books Wow, is that books with a Q? B O U Q S. Oh, I guess I just need to up my game and stop reading books and start reading books. Exactly. <laughs> wow, not only did we get a sponsor, but we got an education. I know. And we're we're classier every moment. We really are. Yeah. Uh, could you pass me the champagne? Oh. <laughs> my pleasure, sir. Thank you. I do love a bubbly while I'm recording my vodkas. That's classy of you. All right, y'all. Should we get into clip one? Yes. Okay, so you all know Reply All. Yes. Um, it's a really fun kind of catch-all show about the internet, yes. mainly, among other things. Um, the hosts are PJ Voked and Alex Goldman. I just love those guys. Don't they seem really nice? Are you sure you're saying his last name correctly? Vo- V-O-G-T, Vote. How do you say it? No, the other guy. Oh, Goldman? It might be like Goldman. I think it's Goldman. <laughs> Alexia <laughs> Godemala. Oh my gosh. You know what? That's mm-hmm. sounding familiar. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, well, we'll edit yours out because that was embarrassing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so embarrassed. I got classy recently, Eric. Okay. The, that was the book pronunciation yeah. of Alex Goldman. Um, okay, Stop being so trashy. <laughs> I can't help it. On Reply All, they have a new segment about. Um, like where to put your rage I in like such this. a rage-inducing time. I, like I love this. this. I like there's a scale. There's like so much to be mad about, and they're sort of like, <laughs> should we be mad or no? So they they're like doing the research for us. It's amazing. Um, 
it honestly is kind of hard to keep up with all the things that are happening that are upsetting or infuriating. So what they do is they take a topic that is likely causing us all some agita and they research it and then rank it on a scale of one to 10. The first topic of discussion is, I hadn't heard of this, so I don't know if you've heard of this, but um, the lifting of privacy laws that would restrict internet providers from monitoring like all of our internet use and browser history and then like keeping it and selling it. Had you heard of this? Yeah. Okay, I'm just out of the loop Um, or uninformed as we know, because I don't read books. You're trashy. (laughs) Um, So in October of last year, the FCC under Obama passed like a bunch of privacy rules that would have made it so that internet providers like AT&T, Verizon, or whatever you use couldn't sell your personal information to advertisers unless you give them express permission. Um, A couple of weeks ago, however, Congress decided to do away with these rules, which means your internet provider, like literally if you're on the internet, whoever provides it, they can legally do anything they want with all of your browser history. They can sell it. They can just like hang on to it. Um, so, I mean, this isn't like a new thing. The idea that you're that what you do on the internet is being sold for um, advertisers. Facebook and Google does this, but those are opt-in services. They don't have access to everything. It's just kind of different. So, host Alex Goldman, or as Lauren says it. Good morning. <laughs> um, he asked this guy, Jeremy Glula, who works for the Electronic Frontier Foundation, whatever that is, to rank this issue on a scale of from one to 10. How bad is it? 10 being like the internet is shutting down forever. And here is his response on Reply All. I, I would probably call it... Uh... Being honest, the internet isn't broken, but I would call it probably like a seven. A seven, yeah. I mean, seven that's or an eight. that's pretty bad. I think it's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm starting to see the worst case scenario here. I think that it genuinely sucks that I get my internet and my cable from the same place, and they collect information about what I watch from my cable box and what I'm searching for on my internet. I don't like that. It's icky. Like for you, as a, a single human living in the world, the worst that comes of this is like. You're getting served ads for something private and weird, you know, and like your wife walks in the room and she's like, oh, why are you getting so many ads for like uh, divorce pills or whatever? And you're like, ah, (laughs) right. And I feel like the other thing actually is just what if they collect all this data on you intending to sell it and then somebody hacks them and then like hackers have your browsing history? That seems pretty unlikely, knock on wood. Why? I just think that, okay. I mean, it's just like every company has data breaches every month. Do you know what I mean? That doesn't feel that unlikely to me. Okay, fair enough. So you've seen, like, you have seen these targeted ads, right? Where you go to, like, westhelm.com, and then one second later, you're being served ads for, like, Lucite serving trays. Yeah, or even, like, I was just Facebook messaging with my roommate from college, Ethan, about gardening. And I, like, we were talking in a Facebook message. Yeah. And I started getting delivered ads about gardening. Isn't that like, crazy? Yeah, yeah. Because Google it's can... It's so much crazier than... Yeah. Yeah, Google can take all that information and um, either sell it to advertisers or in, in Google's case, they have a Google ad network um, where they are serving all the ads. Mm-hmm. So it, it does feel crazy, but I, I also sort of feel like, I don't know, if the worst that happens is that you get a really targeted ad, it doesn't stress me out. It. I'm not at a seven... I'm not at a seven, and neither is Alex. Alex, after all his research, ranked this a four out of ten. I would say, I don't, I'm not a math girl. I don't know about these numbers, but I would say that kind of experience about like seeing the ad that I was just Facebooking messaging Ethan about, it's like a pesky fly. I'm like, oh, go away. Totally. I'm not like, panic mode right it's it's not really invasive but here's what's scary is the idea like they were just discussing the idea that if they just if verizon just keeps and saves all that history intending to maybe one day sell it um like what happens if then a hacker has all that personal information like does it save credit card information does it save addresses and you know social security numbers i assume it's gonna get hacked like i just completely i mean like they were saying like that happens all the time now. Yeah, I would say this is in two categories. I'm not that worried about it, and I should be more worried about it. <laughs> that feels fair. But that's why I love this new segment on Reply All, because, like, tell me if I should t- tell me if I should put up more red flags about this specific thing, you know? Yeah. 
um, you should listen to the whole episode. It's number 94, um, Obfuscation, because they talk about ways to make your internet browsing more anonymous. Because so, so the thing is, part of the reason why Alex said this is a 4 out of 10 is because this is already how it's been. Like the new laws, the new privacy laws that we're going to put in place, we're going to improve things. But now that they've been struck down by Congress, it doesn't mean we're, we have less privacy. It means like it's just the same that it was and we maybe didn't know about it before. But you can like put in a plugin that like runs hundreds of random searches anytime you conduct an internet search. Like there are all sorts of like plugins and things that you can do to make your um, browsing more anonymous. Um, I I don't I think for my life like no one cares like what rental homes I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, and I just I get mad so easily and terrified. Yeah. Like I, I get terrified about other stuff. Like what? I don't know. Like oh, like this is not the laws getting fine. passed. Like I get nervous about yeah bathroom issues for transgender yeah. people. Like that kind of stuff is the stuff that terrifies yeah, me. Of course, yeah, and that feels fair. Like trans kids versus you know our internet history. I f- agree that that's I a mean, pressing issue. Yeah. So this is this is a system that we all need in. It's the same interesting age. though. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. Okay. So along these same lines, because we're saying we need people to tell us how worried we should be. Um, I want you to tell me on a scale from one to 10, how much rage you have on the following topics. And you can tell our listeners then like, you know, how they, how, Oh, they, I didn't see this in the show notes be. earlier. You put these in last minute. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually didn't. I had them in, but I'm maybe glad, nervous I'm about Eric them. being sneaky. 10, 10, 10. <laughs> okay. So one out of 10, one, are you doing it too? Or is it just me? I'm not on trial here. Oh, okay. You are. All right. Okay, so one is like, um, you know, you stub your toe. That's how much okay. rage. And 10 is like, um, it's election night and Donald Trump won. Okay, or no, something, okay. I don't know, something worse. Okay. Okay. It's a huge range. People posting video recipes on Facebook. Negative one. <gasps> you like it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Here's the thing. I said I wasn't going to contribute, but I am. Um, I used to think Facebook was becoming like th- basically one long email chain that your aunt forwards you. You know, mm-hmm. it was like just like stupid quotes and sayings and like weird pictures of it's, people you didn't want. That's not not true. But I have really grown to love watching these videos. Yeah, of bring them food on. Recipes. Do it, please. <laughs> okay, More so it's a bad that. example. Okay, uh, one to ten. How much rage when Monty the cat intern meows for food after you've just fed him? I would say um, five because it's absolutely going to happen, but it makes me mad, but I've gotten used to it. Yeah. So rage, but also acceptance. Great. Okay. So out there, if you're listening, when you hear Monty meowing after you fed him, it's only a five. Don't, don't freak out. Right. Okay. Um, people using their cell phone during a movie. L- let me clarify. It's a quick text, but then they go to their home screen to see if there are any other notifications. No, that makes me very angry. I would say. One to ten. Seven. Wow. No, that's too outrageous. I would say five. Well, and that's the thing. I'm doing kind of silly things, so I guess like, I guess none of them are going to be ten because it's yeah. not that big of a deal. Here's my thing. If I'm, I just a, hate the rudeness that you think you can so do that. It also rude. depends what movie it is. Is it, you know, Harold and Kumar? Because that's going to piss me off more than if it's like Moonlight. Just kidding. I meant to say La La Land. It would piss me off if it was so Harold and Kumar. No, but it's a good point too. Is like some movies that you're just there to kind of have fun. It 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 matters less. Yeah. Well, and to that point, when it happens in the theater, I get really mad because yeah. to me the theater is kind of sacred, and it's yeah. also just oh like, my god, it's just different, you know? There, yeah. Because there are people on stage who can see you oh at the my movie. God, the actors can't see you, but like. Those people on stage and can this see experience you on your phone. cannot be re like this is exactly. a once in a lifetime experience. Well, and you hear actors talk about it like your face lights up. It's a dark audience. If you turn on your phone, your mug is lit. So like it's so obvious, yeah, and obnoxious. Okay, um, what about when someone leans on a subway pole? Not mad at all. Really? Yeah. But that's for people to hold I on to, not I, for you to lean everyone, on. Everyone, you don't know what people are going through. Ugh. Also, they're not sitting. I don't I need, know. I need that. You can't patience. get mad about me about this. I get mad about a lot of stuff that's not something I get mad about. What, what about what about uh, someone who is sitting on their roller suitcase, <laughs> hugging the pole? I would think that there's something they're going through that they need to do that, and it's okay. 
I get mad about a lot of stuff, guys. This is not one of them. I'm sorry. No, I'm so sorry good. to disappoint you. No, no, no. I just have so such little patience for strangers. Um, I do too. Oh my god, are you kidding me? But so the reason that bothers me is because I had these sets of rules in my head and it's saying like you're more important than anyone else who sees that poll. I know that you disagree with me, but I just think they might have trouble standing. Like, yeah. And I also think if you're standing up, you're maybe letting the seats for people that need seats. So if you need to hold on to something to steady yourself while you're standing, then I'm okay with that. Well, no, you can hold on to something, but they're they're like full on leaning. Their whole back is on the pole and other people can't then use the pole to I hold don't know. on. If I was really mad, I would be like, just, just, you have to be more aggressive. Yeah. Get that pole. Get what, get the piece of the pole that you want. Get your hand in there. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Um, what was your one to 10 number? I don't think you gave a number. It's I a one. I would say like a f- I would say like a three okay, or okay. two. Okay. Um, what about when you work really hard to cook something new and it's not good? Eight, seven. I like, Isn't that I the hate worst? It. It's, it really drives me crazy. You, it's like a new, it's like a new thing you're trying and you like put all the stuff in, you like buy spices or something no, specifically no. for it and then it like tastes terrible. Yeah. Especially when you made it for <laughs> someone else. It's like, yeah. you feel like you let them down and then they're eating it and they're like, no, it's really good. And you know, they're lying. Like, no, just be honest. Yeah. yeah. Which I know Justin does. I'm sure. Um, cause he's a polite, a polite, nice man, nice man. Um, what about when you hear, okay, rage one to 10, when you hear, your incredible podcast ad on throwing shade. Negative infinity. Oh, oh. Okay, I just wanted to end on a positive note. Okay, again, go look at go look at, mind you. That's the one thing you can't do in this medium. <laughs> look at look at it. Go listen to Reply All episode ninety four, um, and then keep listening to Reply All so that you can know how mad about things you should get. Should we jump to the next clip? Yes. Let's do it. Um, I'm so happy because I get to talk about one of my favorite podcasts, Baby Geniuses, which I talk about all the time. Um, it's Emily Heller and Lisa Hanawalt. And Emily is a comedian. And Lisa Hanawalt is, she draws Bojack Horseman. And she's Ugh. also funny. And their podcast is so great because they're such great friends. And what I love about it is... They have really, it's very segmented. Like they have segments every time. Yeah. Like um, they always give updates on Martha Stewart's horse, Ben Chunch. <laughs> they always ask experts about fake things. They always dissect a funny Wikipedia page. Like, so there's things that you know are going to happen and yeah. they're always good. They're just so funny. They also have real sponsors. Quit <sighs> bragging, ladies. What's that like? <laughs> um, and I also really like their jingles. Um, and this episode, which is, um, the episode is Lily, Lori Kilmartin and Jake Regal, but on this particular part of the episode, it's just the two of them talking. And um, Emily admits that she's going to be, admits is the wrong way to put it. She proclaims that she's going to be tested for ADHD. And she's reading this like online quiz to find out that the reason that she decided to do this is because she read an online quiz that was like, do you maybe have ADHD? And it's questions like, do you feel overwhelmed at parties? Do you find it impossible to shut out sounds? Do time, money, and paper stuff dominate your life? Do requests for one more thing sometimes put you over the top emotionally? Do you often feel like life is out of control, like it's impossible to meet demands? Do you feel like you're always either a couch potato or a tornado? Are you called sloppy or spacey? Do you start each day determined to get organized? Do you despair of ever meeting your goals? Are you clueless as to how others live normal lives? Do you feel like an imposter? I mean, the list is like way longer. I just chose some of my favorites. Um, anyway, she, she read this list and started thinking it might apply to her and that maybe she should go on medication. And, and Lisa is, is kind of says, that sounds like a lot of people I know. Everybody feels like an imposter, but Emily thinks it's, it's a big deal. So I want to, uh, listen to their conversation. What happens if you get diagnosed? Do you get to take Ritalin or like? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, please don't. No, Why not? Ritalin's kind of scary. Well, or it's Adderall. Like, it's like speed. <laughs> oh. Lisa, don't medicine shame me. (laughs) All right. 
See, you can take it if you need it, but I think you're perfect. (laughs) I don't. I have a lot of like shame and guilt about not being productive and not like doing the things that I set out to do. You do so much stuff though. But it took a really, really, really long time for me to get there. Yeah. Like there was maybe like a good decade of my life where I really just hated myself for not being able to do the things that I said I was going to do. Oh. Um, And it's, you know. Yeah. I won't won't shame you if you, if you get prescribed medicine. Well, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) But you just did. I know. I'm sorry. I take it back. (laughs) That's why I wanted to talk about it. Because I do feel like it's a thing where I, for a really long time, even though I thought this could apply to me, was something that like people wouldn't take seriously. Oh. And like. I'm so sorry that I. I'm sorry. I totally didn't mean (laughs) it. It's just like a, you know, it's just like a thing where it's like. I don't know. There's a lot of people who think it's not real. I don't know. I don't know that much about it. But like once I started considering it and realizing like how much of my life it would explain. Yeah. It was just like a relief to think that there could be. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. First of all, to start on a positive note, I love Emily's laugh. She has the cutest laugh. So good. And I also just thought this was a really good, um, a really interesting um, friendship moment. Yeah. Because there's this like misunderstanding. Like Emily's being really, really honest and open and and Lisa Medicine shames her. Yeah. And I mean, I think kind of, I want to hear what you think about this, but I think Lisa was just kind of being like, you don't need medication. I love you in like a really nice, like complimentary way. But that isn't what Emily wanted to hear. And it isn't what people that are struggling with mental illness want to hear. Right. They want to hear, no, no, I'm struggling with this and I need help. Like it doesn't help to like, push it away and just be like, no, you're fine. Like, how did you react to this? No, I completely agree. I feel like, um, hearing her talk about how it feels like this piece of the puzzle that she didn't have that is going to fix these things. It's like your friends don't always see that those elements, they don't Mm -hmm. always see you like late at night when you have, are having, you know, these tricky thoughts or early in the morning when you're, you know, feeling a certain kind of way. And, um, I think that she was well-meaning by like yeah. she she thought it was the right thing to say, but I think the better thing to say is you know I'm so excited for you that right. you could find this medicine yeah. that could help you. Um, well, it's it speaks so much about mental health because yeah. it's like when I broke my hip, no one was like you're gonna be fine, just like you're perfect, don't worry about it, because it was like a physical comparison. thing that yeah. I clearly needed help with, and yeah. I clearly needed medicine and yeah. perhaps a surgery or yeah. two, <laughs> for example. Um, but with mental health, it's just so easy to be like, you're fine. You don't need med- medication is scary. Right. You know, like, or like you're using medicine because you didn't try hard enough to right. fix it yourself. And it's like, that's not how this works. Right. You know, um, did any of the stuff in the list vibe with you? No, I have to say, um, uh, certainly some of them I'm like, oh yeah, that, that for me sometimes like sometimes like requests for one more thing that puts you over the top right. emotionally. Like, that for sure happens. I think we, de- I agree that we all feel like imposters. Um, Those are the two things that were like rang true with me also, but so not funny. a lot of the other stuff in the list. I agree. Yeah. I, I think enough doesn't ring true that I feel like it, it it's not a made up. Obviously yeah. it's not a made up thing, obviously, but I it, was definitely listening to this list. Like if you r- listen to this list and we're like, Oh my God, that's me. Yeah. And medicine is going to help you like not feel this one anymore. Then please Absolutely. take the medicine that you need to take. Um, I do wonder if they considered cutting this because it like, seemed like a hard thing that happened on their podcast. But they, I'm so glad they decided to use it. Me too. And I loved how you could kind of see their friendship kind of like change. Yeah. And get better, maybe in the end, that they had yeah. this like really, really honest conversation. Um, and that they worked through it. They didn't just ignore what happened. And I also think like self-care, the word self-care is something that's been coming up a lot lately, probably because of the election. Yeah. And it's like we all have to worry about what we need to do to take care of ourselves and make ourselves happy. Yeah. It even almost relates to your clip. Like totally. how worried should I be? How ups- people totally. are more upset. And it's it is- like... How do we deal with that? Yeah. And I know self-care sounds like such a like millennial, like whatever word, like 
oh, I need soothed and coddled all the time and I have to be comfortable. But it, it is important. Like, you can't run yourself so ragged that you, you know, are crying I mean, at night and can't function. No, and it's mental health. Yeah. It's basically like, what do I need to do to be an okay person? Exactly. And also, if even if you weren't, like, what do I need to do, whether it's medication or just talking to someone or whatever, yeah. to be the best little, little Lauren <laughs> or Eric that I can be? Yeah. The best little... Uh, uh, fun mail. Fun mail. Yeah. <laughs> what do you need to do to be the best fun mail you can be? Ask yourself that. I love that. I also think um, it's not often that friendship that friends challenge each other in this yeah. way. Um, you do that often with like your partner or your spouse, um, but it's rare. And so I think it was really fun. Not fun. Maybe that's the wrong word. But it was great to see. Um, them be a little bit challenged by each other and and grow and change because of it yeah and to say like you just medicine shamed me yeah like call calling each other out and being honest yep and and listen after orlando um the horrible tragedy in orlando um at pulse nightclub when there was you know a shooter and went under etc etc you know what happened um i had a tough conversation with a friend who didn't really understand um why this wasn't just like another like mass shooting tragedy and why this was um, impacting me a lot greater than it was her. And I had to kind of push back and say, you you know, she would put forth her idea and I would say, I'm, I'm sorry. I have to tell you, you know, as a gay man, blah, 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 blah. And I think it helped her understanding it and it made me feel like she was open to, you know, hearing me and it, I think it made the friendship stronger. I think it's a good reminder that you can be honest with your friends. And if you want a really good friendship, you have to be. It does no one good to be in having a friendship steep in lies. Yeah, (laughs) because you will know or even just like. But it's so easy to do that. It's like what you think is polite. It's easier to be like, yep, totally agree with you. It's way easier. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, you could easily harbor resentments or feel like they don't understand. And it's because you didn't really explain it. Right. Good one. Um, do you want to go on to Jingle Jangle? Let's do Jingle Jangle, our segment where we talk about something musical on a podcast, whether it's uh, an intro theme song or a musical clip. Well, I I feel silly because I'm bringing up Throwing Shade episode 284, which we already talked oh. about is the best episode ever ever of throwing shade you mean throwing shade featuring an ad for podcast you might see a great jumbotron on there but it's also a really great episode because they talk about dog songs (laughs) which i don't know if you know that they talk about making a dog song compilation cd which i think is hilarious um (laughs) where it's all songs that you'd sing about dogs or to your dog yeah well, which i think is a great idea because yeah, everyone has those songs that they make everyone about their does pet. it and yeah. they think they're unique but guess what you're not everyone does it and we need to <laughs> compile all these songs onto a cd <laughs> and it's got to be a cd yep and then i have to get a cd player yeah because i don't have one but i will get one <laughs> for Could, this couldn't we just make like a digital album we if so then please yes <laughs> it can't it just can't be a cd okay okay but I would also hope that they expand it to pets in general. Yeah. I have a lot hello. of songs. Monty the cat. I could add an entire volume about cats. And Aaron actually challenges Brian on the episode. And I'm not just trying to trick you all into listening to the episode with us on it. It <laughs> literally happens and it's great. Um, Aaron challenges Brian by naming a song and having him come up with a dog song <sighs> on the fly. It's really fun. Oh my gosh. Um, That's hysterical. And I I was gonna challenge you, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna challenge you. You can challenge me. Um, (laughs) I mean, that's its own. You're being kind, and you're also saving um, the listeners from having to hear my voice. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. (laughs) But I did want to. Well, I'll play the clip. Okay. Okay. A pug is a dog who thinks he's fly, but he's also known as a buster. Uh, and we don't have the rest, but it okay. goes, um, oh, yes, pug, I'm talking to you. Want to get with me with shallow breathing? Oh, no, <laughs> I don't oh want no, pug. <laughs> and then we have a whole TLC. So we good. came up with a whole TLC thing. Don't go chasing moving.
Halloween colors. Please stick to the Chewies and the squeakers you're used to. Pretty good. And this is, we have, I knew you would snuggle when you walked in. That's an old one. That's an old one. Highway to the barking zone. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! But I think those here, are great. My point is, I think you, I think we're at the level you and I where we could do it with any song. Yeah, probably. So I just wanted to challenge you. Okay. To a couple. Okay, go. Okay, um, the first one is uh, "It's a Beautiful Day" by you two. I and only know that phrase. That's okay. You can just do the word. You can just do "It's a Beautiful Day," but try to figure out a dog thing. It's. Uh, it's okay. But you see, that's why you, if you bring in other breeds, it makes it a little easier. Right. Like I did um, Tom Patty. Um, You're a good dog. Love Shibu Inus. Oh, that's Labradoodles. good. I can't and do it. Yorkies too. Um, it's a hard one, right? Okay. Let me you're a Bichon Frise. <laughs> it's a Bichon Frise. That's one. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Um, and I'm a, but mine are a little different because I sing to Monty all the time, yeah. but it's a little different. It's like usually like uh, we've talked about this before, not yeah. that long ago. I think like when I'm feeding him, I sing to him or I pretend like he's singing to me. Like give, give us a little something. Well, something. I, uh, the number one I, one I do is I sing, don't cry for me, Monty Herman. <laughs> the truth is I'm about to feed you. I sing that one a lot. I That's also, a really good one because he, cry, he cries. He cries. Oh, for he cries. Yeah. Don't cry for me, Monty yeah. Herman. It's all about feeding because yeah. he's always crying to be fed. Yeah. Um, and I also sing to him. And I, I, I will always feed you. You have such a good singing voice. No, I do not. Yes, you do. Then, I find it so good. But then I pretend like he's singing to me. And he'll be like, Monty, I'll be like, don't you forget to feed me. Don't, 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 don't. Don't oh you forget to feed me. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes he'll be like, I want you to feed me. Didn't I, didn't I, didn't I see me crying? Oh, didn't you, didn't you, didn't you, didn't you see me crying? Something along those <laughs> That's lines. That's so good. Um... <laughs> but I just believe in music relationships with your animals is what Aww. I'm saying. And I really love seeing dog songs on Throwing Shade. That is awesome. Just another reason why we love Throwing Shade. So many. So many reasons we love that exact episode. <laughs> I know that episode shade. is like the ultimate we like died. <laughs> podcast yeah. episode. Oh, so funny. Um, should we jump to segment segment? Let's do it. Which is our segment where we talk about anything but... Podcast. We have other interests, you guys. Yeah, stop uh, just labeling us. Stop labeling us, even though we label podcast ourselves. Centric. Yeah. It's almost like you're trying to make it seem like we like podcasts. Yeah. Cut it out. Um, do you want me to do I mine first? I love yours. Yeah. <laughs> mine is pretty simple, but um, I w- did they talk about my rib, my rib thing? Um, yeah um, yeah so like i was like having this rib thing that was like out of place and like i was feeling like a little like just like my back was like a little sore and whatever i had like started running again and started working out more because it's nice outside um and i couldn't like figure out why i felt like my body was like all like misaligned and out of whack out of whack and then i realized um i hadn't really been stretching after i ran so (laughs) turns out that's important. I mean, which I knew. Duh. I think it's one of those things that everyone's like, I don't really need to do that. But then when I you know. do it, you're like, oh my god. I know, and I'm typically Boeing. I'm typically good about it. But um, I decided that had to be it because I just was feeling so <gasps> tight. And you know how everything's connected. Like your like calf is feeling weird, and so it's like affects it's your back. It's true. Um, so I just started like stretching really more diligently. Will you please do a stretching video for us? Yes. Yes. Everyone needs that. Please, seriously. Yeah. You said it. You do it. Okay. I'll do it. Excellent. Um, <gasps> it's a podcast. Be, podcast stretch video. I don't know if people can handle it. <gasps> it's gonna be so expert. It's gonna be so stretchy. You're gonna have to be super duper limber. Oh, it too won't late. make you limber. I already 
am. Okay. Um, yeah. So just like do some stretching. It'll, it, Love it. it has like restorative properties that I did not imagine. How much time do you need to spend? Oh, great question. Um, I mean, after I run, I probably spend 10 minutes. That's great. Not very much. That's great. But then when I was feeling tight, I was like, I don't know. I probably stretched for like a half hour. Great. So 10 minutes can make a difference. Is and it's what not you're even, yeah. And it's not even like I know how, how to stretch properly. It's just like, you know what it feels like for a muscle to be stretched. Just like do it. Yeah. I'm a runner and people are always like, what stretches should I do? I'm like, I don't know. Like whatever fucking thing you have to like weird position you have to be in to like right. feel it. To do that. To make it feel like, you know what it feels like. You yeah. know, you okay. know, don't play <laughs> dumb with me. <laughs> so get stretching out there. I love it. Um, my second segment is just, I just want to tell everyone what my favorite thing to do in New York City is. Yeah, what's it's that? It's UCB East. <gasps> oh, it's a comedy so show, very close to my home. I'm not yeah. going to tell you where. <laughs> I'll do that. She, you guys, she not lives in over. UCB East. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just, they have really cheap comedy. And I've been it's all crazy. over the town. And it's like, it's the one thing in New York that I do. Then I'm like, afterwards, I'm like, wait, can I give you more money? Because that was like way too good. Yeah. Like you'll laugh for an hour and a half straight. There's two shows in particular, Airwolf, which is their improv group, which is great. And then If You Build It is my favorite show. Mm. Um, it's really, really good comedians. I really am blown away by the quality. It's such, it's great comedy for not very much money no fail and also even if it's a comedian that you're not like dying over it gives you something to talk about with people it's yeah. always always interesting it's the best thing to do to like on a weeknight or like a friday night just like go to like an eight o'clock show and then have dinner afterwards with the with the and people you saw it with it, and just talk about discuss. it and some of it's stand up and some of it is like sketch comedy we and some of it's tail Ooh, hubba hubba. yeah that was like we died um yeah, I'm with you. That's a really good segment. Segment, I love it's it. It's like I think it's my favorite thing to do in New York. Like yeah. now that I'm like older, I'm not like going out to the clubs. I'm like, no, I want to go to a comedy show. Yeah, and you can uh, bring your wine in there. It, it, Seriously, they let say, you do it's that. The There's a bar drinks in New York. Yeah, and wine like, is like three they have bucks. a bar there. That's a great bar, and the comedians go there afterwards. So you can like hang out with them. Yeah, because they're real people. And they're not holograms. And oftentimes you'll see a comedian and you're like, I really like that that person. And then a year later they're like all over, you know, Comedy Central and they're in, on your favorite TV shows. And um, it's a good breeding ground for a lot of in really your bed. people. Just kidding. In your that bed. That has not happened hopefully. to me yet. Yeah. Why are you winking? Oh, hmm. <laughs> there's something in my eye. Um, I love it. DJ Jaywoo. Do you have a segment segment? Oh, oh, poor DJ. Will you just we, give us another uh, sound effect? This episode really was a missing... Worth it. Missing DJ Jaywoo. Really, really. Next time, guys. We, we just will wanted, have DJ We Jaywoo wanted back. you to remember what it felt like without <laughs> DJ Jaywoo. And wasn't it shitty? It's like it's like reminding you what it's like not to have hot water. And you have yeah. to take that cold shower. Suffer. Suffer. And then next week, maybe you'll appreciate him. Yeah. We love you, DJ Jaywoo. We can't wait till you're working again. Well, even though that was a shitty episode, it was still a pretty good episode. <laughs> it was still a pretty good one. We had a um, lot to discuss. Yeah. We learned. We, we became laughed, classier. We learned. We became classy thanks to Books. Thanks to Kara Hughes. Our fearless editor. We love her. Um, thanks to anyone who listened. Thanks yeah, to if you're here, we love you. Thank you. If you're you. here and you're queer, we love you even more. Yeah. Thanks to Al Gore for inventing the internet so we could have podcasts. Oh my God, thanks to so many things. Thanks to microphone inventors. Thanks and to everyone. Just like thanks to everyone. Send us your thoughts. Tweet us at Love Your Podcast. Give us a review. Give us a review, five stars preferably. The least you can do. And we'll stop talking. Bye. Love you.